ABC Radio Australia. A former PNG Defence Force commander is heading to Hollywood to pitch his autobiography for the silver screen. Jerry Singerakis Booker tells the story of the Sandline Affair when, as head of the army in 1997, sorry, he rebelled against the PNG government because it hired overseas mercenary fighters to stop, to stop the conflict in Bougainville. Jerry Singerak joins us this morning. Uh, welcome to Pacific Beat, Mr. Singerak. Good morning. Good morning, uh, ABC. Good morning. Um, good morning, Pacific. Yes, yes. And good morning to you. Now, Mr. Singerak, you've decided to go to Hollywood to pitch this movie. How did it all come about? I didn't decide. It was highly recommended that I go to Hollywood. So it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was, yeah, I was pre- really privileged uh November last year, my my publishers took my book to Miami Book Fair, the largest book fair in USA. And amongst the books uh, selected for a possible book to screen, uh, mine was highly recommended. And that's how I was given a rare opportunity to pitch my book uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, a rare opportunity indeed. This is the first time I've heard of something like this. Uh, so do you know who, you, who you'll be meeting? Who exactly is interested in your book? Yes, uh, yeah, I will be before the movie director, screenwriter John Saki from Hollywood. Uh, he will be, it will be before a panel of seven Hollywood directors and I will pitch individually. And at the end of uh, my pitch, uh, one one of the uh, movie companies will uh, offer me, if it's good enough to make it to Hollywood, uh, will offer me an opportunity to enter into a a contract. Well, that that sounds so um, surreal, Mr. Singerak. It sounds like it's from a movie itself. Um, how do you feel nervous about the the prospect of of pitching your your own story to to this group of Hollywood bigwigs? Yeah, I didn't imagine in my living time that I'll be given this opportunity. But uh, now that it's happened, I just have to psychologically uh, prepare myself for for the the ultimate interview. So, yeah, as a soldier, I take what it comes. Well, I, I wonder if you could give, maybe maybe this will help you um, as, a, as a sort of dry run for the uh, actual pitch. Do you mind telling us and, and the listeners what, what your Hollywood pitch is? They often say elevator pitch um, f- for the movie. Yes, I'll just give you a summary of what uh, it will be like. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. In 1997, 12 brave, fearless soldiers put their career on the line by detaining, exposing, and expelling Sunline mercenaries from Africa who were in Papua New Guinea to use Soviet attack helicopters and heavy weapons system to identify rebel targets, neutralize the enemy, 
and reopened the largest open copper and gold mine on the island of Bougainville. I am General Jerry Singerok, former commander of Papua New Guinea Defense Force. I was sworn to serve my country with honor and loyalty. When I was given the executive orders by the government to execute an executive order, which I believe tantamounted to international um, bloodshed and against criminal uh, against uh, international laws, I had to re-examine my conscience, and I knew that the operations coming, upcoming operations, was illegal and had no merit of the whole operations. Well, so in March. March 1997, I put 12 best Special Force Unit soldiers and executed Operation Rousham Quick. We detained, we expelled over 50 mercenaries with the British uh, CEO, and we exposed the government corrupt deals. And like Sir Edmund Beck said, and I quote, all is necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. We were honorable men. We were good men. We were sworn to serve our country with honor, with dignity, for duty. Today, whilst my integrity is intact, the people of Bougainville are free and they can enjoy their lives forever. Thank you very much. That's uh, just a little bit of background of how it's going to be like, but I'm going to uh, refine it. Yes, wow. Well, Mr. Singerok, it sounds like it has a lot in there, foreign mercenaries, mercenaries uh, corruption, um, you know, fighting. It sounds like an action movie. Uh, but do you find it difficult, Mr. Singerok? Because I can tell you're very proud of that moment where you, uh, you know, in, in your recount stood up to the government um, to do what you think thought was right for the people of Papua New Guinea. Is it difficult being so close to the story and then trying to, I guess, sell it for, for this Hollywood movie? Well, somebody's got to tell a story and I've got my story to tell. And, and that's why, I mean, the fact that I did expose the corrupt deal, the prime minister of Papua New Guinea at that time, and his finance minister and defense minister resigned. So it means quite a lot when, when you can take a secretive deal, which uh, which I believe is a is a contract to to murder innocent people, to the public. The public takes ownership of of, of that particular uh, thematical issue. Mm. So I believe beyond reasonable doubt that uh, there's always timing. I mean, it's, there's time. For everything, uh, and 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 the timing, I believe at that time was right for me to expose, uh, given the 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 um, the com complexity of the whole subject, and and knowing that I could end up in jail for what I did. But I think the the biggest thing that I I possess is I was uh, I'm, I'm properly trained. I'm a graduate of a series of um, 
very top level military institutions. So I come with a with a broad background of understanding the the importance of uh, uh, duties of soldier. I mean, we we're, we're there to protect uh, national interest and and uh, we're not there to destroy our own people. Mm. But when you when you operate in a, in a country where where there's chaos and where the failing states, I mean, it 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 calls for good men and women to rise up. Yes. Because without that voice, we will not make a difference. And and I did make my difference. And um, I leave something behind for Papua New Guinea and the rest of the region, which is the account of uh, my personal experience of the challenges that I, I faced. And um, Mr. Singerak, if if your film does get picked up and it does get made, obviously they'll be casting for the key key people there. Who who would you like to play yeah. yourself? I, I have no idea. I have absolutely. I mean, it's it's a, it's an unknown world. I, I I have no idea. I'm not even at that stage. I'm just focusing on on my pitch. I've got seven opportunities to convince one of the big um, directors to 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 get uh, <laughs> to be hooked uh, <laughs> on my pitch. And and once once uh, if I land a contract, then well, that's the time to start thinking. How do we? Prepare ourselves for the the screen uh, screenplay and so you haven't you haven't been thinking whatever. about any action stars who might um, might be in your film. No, not not at this stage. Not <laughs> at, at this stage. Well, how about how about you know? It sounds like an action movie, and every blockbuster needs one of its you know key scenes that you see in the trailer that hooks the audience in. What what, what you know? Do you have? Can you think of a key scene? I can think of mine that I would have in the movie. But what do you see as the key scene that'll be um, that you'll want to highlight during during your meetings with these uh, Hollywood directors? Well, I mean, if they want advanced discussion, I mean, you got this British clown called Tim Spicer, mm-hmm. um, who who sees us uh, as coloured people like Africa. I mean, he goes to Africa, Sierra Leone, Angola, uh, Nigeria. They do their thing, and he thinks that he can just turn up in in the peaceful Pacific and 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 bring mercenaries into the Pacific, and because we're black. I mean, the guy uh, is is arrogant. He got it all wrong. <laughs> Mr. So, Singerak, that's exactly so the the scene that I was thinking as well when you met Tim Spicer, and and that that was the key scene for me as well. I, I mean, can you tell us what was that meeting like? Did it when you were going through it? Did it feel like it was out of a movie, even when it was the reality of it? Well, we we, we were on edge. I mean, I got twelve soldiers. They're, they're, they're all crammed up. I mean, this is war. This is real, you know? I mean, for the first time in their life, they, they're going to do something out of the extraordinary. And, you know, I select the best time, which is uh, 16th of March, 1997, at the headquarters of Defense Force. I mean, it's slightly raining, and you've got Special Force all crammed up with night vision goggles and and just uh, surveillance, uh, putting providing surveillance at the commander's office when... When this uh, clown walks in, and uh, he thought everything was okay, and he walks up into, and it's a pre-arranged meeting at seven o'clock, but there's five special force guys waiting for him in my office. He walks in, and um, a current member for uh, a national member called uh, Captain Belden Nama is now in the national parliament. I mean, he goes towards. Uh, uh, Tim Spicer, and it's a uh, welcome to the land of the unexpected. And Tim Spicer, is this a joke? 
he grabs uh, Tim Spicer by the shoulder and he, he uh, does a judo throw, a forbidden judo throw called Uchimanga and throws him and he's completely um, floored on the concrete uh, floor and his uh, black jack, uh, uh, leather uh, briefcase is thrown all o- over the floor with documents and of uh, secret documents of enemy targets and government contracts and um, and amongst it uh, thousands of uh, U.S. dollars in cash and the guy is uh, is uh, is completely uh, shocked and Wait, is so paralyzed n- on the floor. Nama Nama um, threw Spicer on the floor. Yeah, picked him up and and completely. Um, I mean, he's, he's concussed. Tim Spicer is concussed on the floor. And he's the mercenary and, uh, the, he's, sent he's, in. he's the mercenary sent in to try and, um, you know, send in he's troops. He's the CEO. He's the CEO. Mm-hmm. He's the British former lieutenant colonel from the Scots Guard in the British, a very dignified uh, unit, but he decides to go for uh, guns for hire, soldiers of fortune. He goes well, to Africa and... and, and um, and brings in Africans to go and uh, do it uh, blood diamond style. Mr. Singer- Singerak, this is, I think this is the scene of um, Spicer being put on the cement floor. I mean, we're almost out of time. We've just got a minute to go. Um, but I wanted to ask you just finally, do you think if Hollywood does knock you back, would you come back to Papua New Guinea and see if the story can be produced locally? No, I've already been offered by Netflix. So it's oh. not an issue. Oh, so it might be on Netflix. Yeah, we've already got um, somebody from Australia uh, already made contact. Okay, so well, I'm I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> well, Mr. Singerak, um, excited to see your story on on the big screen or the small screen, wherever it is. But um, thank you for your time this morning on Pacific Beat. Thank you. Thank you.